All right, so we're live. Are we live? Yes, we are. It says live in the corner. Oh, damn it. All right, I'll start it. You ready? Let's do it. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 26 of a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where Kenny is not on the podcast because he does not believe in fast lane. Where the hell is Kenny right now? Uh, I took over the podcast for the week, so we are going to do this without Kenny. What do you think? I mean, I'm okay with it, but I mean, did you beat up Kenny backstage or something? Like, where is this guy? You know, I told him I want Brandon's attention. <laughs> so... <laughs> You got my attention, damn it. You hear me? <laughs> Basically, I Ric flared the hell out of him. Wow. You know? I uh, kicked the man when he was down. You know, Kenny's just getting over being sick, and uh, just I hijacked his podcast. So, Brandon, what did you think of Fastlane? A.K.A. Filler Lane. Uh, you know what? It was, it was there... It was all right. It had its moments up and down, but I mean, you know, it just felt like another thing we just kind of got to get through so we can get to, you know, the better Raws that are, that are coming up and the big one, WrestleMania. This is what I'm looking forward to the most. But how did about you, you? What did you think? Did you watch Fastlane? Uh, no, I just caught the results. I didn't get a chance to oh, man. Uh, watch the whole thing, but yeah, I just, I just caught the results. It was, it was fun uh... because, yeah. It was entertaining. It was very entertaining. I mean, if you, there's a lot of things like, for instance, we'll we'll get right to it. We'll get right to Kofi Mania. The whole, it was the whole. It started the pay per view where you got excited because Vince called Kofi to the back and he's like, "I want to talk to you about the title match." Right. And in your mind, you're like, "Oh man, it's going to be a triple threat match." Uh, you know, it's it's going to happen. Kofi's going to be in this match tonight, and it, it just it built you up. And it got your hopes up, and it got you to believe in Kofi, right. for then him to just swerve. They pull the swerve, and then Kofi gets beat down by the bar. By the yep. bar. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, you know, I mean, I guess it was cool, but you know, was it was it necessary? Like, you know, it just sort of felt like it was there. I mean, it had to happen. Um, I guess, you know, it's building up sympathy for Kofi. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we all think he's going to win the title at Mania, right? Right, right, yeah. Ultimately, the match is still still sort of set. Like, we all sort of felt that it's going to be Kofi, Daniel Bryan for the title. So I, in that case, nothing, you know, changed, you know, necessarily. Okay. I mean, I still think it was one of those moments where it's like, it, it's it's great to see it rather than read it just because you don't get to, you don't get that false hope that you got. Like when we were all sitting here, we're all at the house watching it. And yes, Kenny actually watched fast lane for the people who I don't know. All right. Backstory, long story short to go back to last episode I was on, I called Kenny out. He said that elimination chamber was the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And I corrected him. So Kenny being the stubborn, a-hole that he is. He always he had, corrects me on the episode number. Exactly. So it was it was awesome. Yeah. He got a taste of his own medicine. And I made sure I gave him shit for it. For That's probably, right, Father Kenny. 
probably what like three four weeks Brandon I was giving him hell saying oh you know don't worry this pay-per-view doesn't exist <laughs> so he had to prove a point he had to come to my house and he had to watch it with me <laughs> wow well you know what in my mind it still doesn't exist it still doesn't exist. so I mean did you think the Miz was going to turn on Shane or did you think it was going to be Shane you know what that uh not to bring that up that was another thing where it was like well, I guess you could sort of consider it a, a surprise, you know, depending on, but you figured, you know, these two were going at it. It was just a matter of, okay, these two are going to, these two are going to have a match at WrestleMania. Who's going to turn on who? Sort of thing, how it's going to work out. But um, did you think it was going to be the Miz that did the turning? You know what? It was possible. You know, the swerve was there because they brought in the father figure. Uh-huh. to sort of sort of really build the sympathy and then making you think, oh, okay, Miz is definitely going to turn. But then we have the swerve mindset. You're like, hey, wait a minute. Well, well, yet again, I mean, that's why I bring to the whole, it's, it's cool to see it because in the moment you're like, oh, man, who's going to turn on who? You're like, you're sitting there and you're watching it. And then all of a sudden Shane comes from behind him and decks him and everybody here was like, holy crap. They're all telling me, like, oh, it's going to be The Miz. He's going to be the guy that turns, blah, blah, blah. And I was the only one I was like, it's going to be Shane, guys. I'm telling you. They've See, been wanting you're to, thinking right, man. They want to turn him. Even even Kenny was like, man, you know, that'd be great if it was Shane, but I really think it's going to be The Miz because it's just what The Miz does. He's a good heel. And I told him, I said, dude, they're in his hometown. Like, how much more sympathetic of a baby face could you get right. by having Shane turn on the Miz in his hometown. Yeah, I mean, Shane is also a fantastic heel. You know, yeah. Right, so. I agree. I, I think it's I think it's going to be great. I mean, the Miz is going to carry the mic skills. Like Kenny said a while ago, he's going to carry the mic. And Shane's going to carry the in-ring performance. But I just thought it was a good swerve for us right before Mania that it was the complete different person we were thinking was going to turn. Right. Well, yeah, and that's, that's a fair... I think it's sort of question like, was it a swerve? You know, did everybody sort of think it was going to be the Miz that was turning? Yeah. Or was it one of those things where it's like, all right, yeah, we know this match is going to happen. Does it even matter who turned? I mean, they both, you know, either one of them can play both sides. Now, did you think uh, Mandy Rose was going to win the title? Was that your prediction? One of you guys predicted Mandy Rose. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I probably have jokingly <laughs> predicted Mandy Rose just because, you know, Mandy yeah. Rose is great. Uh, I mean, Oscar looks great as well, but it was probably just a throwaway to just throw out there. Just, you know, yeah, just to be for different. a swerve. Yeah, just to be yeah. different. But yeah, exactly. This is another match where, you know, nothing really changed. Well, yeah, I, just, gonna go. I didn't think titles were necessarily going to change. Right. And if they did, it would have been awesome swerves. But right, exactly. That's that's another thing that uh, I guess well, I call it filler lanes because you had these matchups where you could have you know done little swerves, you know, or had title changes sort of mix things up. I mean, because you still got what three more shows to go before Mania. Yeah, three and three weeks. Like, yeah, so you got, and this is the last pay per view, you know, before the big one, and they didn't really take advantage of that you know they just sort of kept things as they were 
I think they did in the in the bigger picture. For instance, um, with the whole Kofi thing, it, it just gets you to want him to win it more. So if they do give him that WrestleMania moment where he's the first, and remember this, he'll be if he does win, he'll be the first African American WWE Championship. Like to me, that is very special, and and to have somebody like Kofi Kingston win it would just be unbelievable. I mean, the guy, they, they keep saying 11 years. He's been, and I mean, didn't you call him a jobber at one point? You I did. called him a jobber. <laughs> and now this guy could be like the most historic African-American WWE superstar ever if this happens. Now, should it be Kofi? It should. Or should I mean, it be Bobby Lashley, the almighty? No, only because... I think they want it to be kind of like a face in a way. Somebody who everybody's going to cheer for. Everybody's going to have a genuine reaction. I think if they threw Bobby Lashley in there and he's the first one, I, I don't think the reaction's going to be as good. You know, it, it's it's kind of like them trying to to set up this whole like momentum, huge climb, kind of like a, a Daniel Bryan situation a few years ago. You know, where they uh, they set him up to where everybody was behind him and they all wanted him to win. And then he, he won. Um, I, I forgot which one, that, which WrestleMania that was. Obviously, I'm not Kenny. I don't, I don't have everything memorized by heart. <laughs> but um, it, I think it's the same situation. And I, I couldn't have think it'd be a better person than Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. I mean, they're really milking it, you know, trying to build sympathy. Yeah, for him, or you know, get the fans behind him by sort of having Vince stack the deck against them. Um, yeah, and I mean that's what that's what makes it where if if he wins, it's just like this huge like yeah. I mean that's going to be the reaction. No, no different than when Becky Lynch won the Rumble. You know, I mean the place went nuts. I would know because you know I was there. No big deal. <laughs> but it's just i think that's going to be the reaction is is if he does indeed win this gauntlet match on smackdown and it becomes the wwe championship match with daniel bryan and wins the general consensus is is the fans are going to be happy and i think that's kind of something he wants right well let's move on to the Raw Tag Team Championship match. You know, you get Ricochet, Alistair. But I think this is one of the matches. I, I think I picked uh, Ricochet and Alistair. But yeah. <laughs> when it, this is for like, what the hell of it? Like, you know, what the hell? Why not? Um, but this is another match, which is just sort of, you know, another sort of wasted opportunity. They I mean, something, and they just had to revival win again. I mean, I guess if you're yeah. a revival fan, I guess it's cool. But, you know, I mean, who do you, who do you want to challenge? Fan. Who do you want to challenge the revival at WrestleMania? At this point, I have no idea. I'm assuming they're just going to do a multi-man tag match at Mania. Maybe throw a ladder in there or something, you know? Yeah. Just let them. Yeah, I mean that that'd be that cool. Way. That'd be cool. I mean, is there any other tag team on Raw right now that are just kind of separated themselves? I mean, you got Bobby Roode and and Chad Gable, and then you got this mixture team of Ricochet and Aleister Black. Right. No. Is there any other? Yeah. Uh, I guess no. there isn't really anybody else that's standing out. Maybe the sh- no, no that's it. Yeah, maybe the Shield guys. Maybe you have like no, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I think I think Kenny actually got this one right. I think it's gonna be Reigns and and freaking Baron Corbin in a match, and then probably 
Drew McIntyre and Ambrose in a match. Right, instead of tagging those. Yeah, they'll do individuals. Make sure, or, yeah. Or they'll do a tag match between those those four. Um, I mean, hey, who knows? But what does that um, say about Raw's tag team division, though? Where it's it just, kinda just uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's SmackDown's got the top tag team division right now. But hey, what if Braun Strowman brings Nicholas back? <laughs> would you mark out? I would mark out for <laughs> Nicholas, bro. I was there. That's true. Man. I was there. You know? Dude, how how was how was the energy in the building when? Uh, I think everybody. It was a, a definite when it happened. Everybody was like, "Is this really happening?" And then when they won, it was like, "Holy crap!" A kid is a WWE <laughs> tag team champion with Braun Strowman. Oh man, that's fantastic! I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. It's it's a surprise. It's going to be our surprise of Mania. It's Nicholas's back. Maybe Braun Strowman and Nicholas should win the titles. They should. Why not? Just Maybe do it every year. Team. Yeah, they'll separate <laughs> themselves from the pack. I mean, because I'm assuming you don't want to see Chad Gable and Bobby Roode win it again. No, I think if anything, just leave the revival and then. Maybe pull somebody from SmackDown that's a real team, and not not to diss Ricochet or Aleister Black, but they're so much better as individuals. It's just that if if them being a tag team doesn't end up to them feuding, I'll be a little disappointed with that. <laughs> we'll see where this ends up going. Uh, back okay. to filler lane. Yeah, back to filler lane. So the predictor <laughs> with. Ronda Rousey coming to interrupt the Charlotte and and Becky thing. Oh right, I thought yeah. it was genius. What? I thought you it like was that? genius. I did like it because people would have been. I feel like all right, she won again on a bad knee. She won the Rumble on a bad knee, and then she beat right. Charlotte miraculously somehow with a bad knee. I think it's genius that you have somebody like Ronda Rousey come in and think like, okay, if Becky. In her mind, Becky is trying to throw this match so she can't face me. I'm going to stop that, and I'm going to get Charlotte disqualified. And therefore, Becky wins, and she automatically gets into the match. And then on top of that, Charlotte doesn't take a pin or submits to Becky. So all three go into this match still looking strong. Yeah, you know what? Even though um, I like you know Charlotte and... You know, I kind of understand, or I, you know, I kind of like the fact that she's going to be in the main event match. Uh, sort of the way it's all sort of been put together, it's kind of wonky to me. Because, um, like, I, I don't even feel like they needed to have this match on this card at all. Like, maybe just have them do like a segment or something. Because it already, it already been assumed, like, you know, for a while back, this is going to be a triple threat match between, you know, Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. And then they do this weird back and forth thing where it's like Becky's in the match, but then she's not in the match for no reason. It's kind of silly. And then they have to do the silly match to get disqualified in sort of a silly way. I I, I don't know. I just I didn't care for this. I didn't think this added anything to the feud. I think or made, or made it you know any more yeah. interesting. You know, the match I, wasn't all that great because it was like a, it was more like a story, you know, angle, yeah. injury angles match. So it's, I don't know. I think because it, it, it got set up so long ago that right. yeah. they just needed to keep people engaged with, holy crap, are they really going to pull her? 
And um, are they are they going to pull her? Like, is it just going to be Charlotte? Because that was the initial um, talked about main event of WrestleMania when this when Ronda first came right. last April. It had already gotten talked about about how Charlotte and Ronda Rousey were going to be the main event. And then Becky hot-shotted herself into it. Um, why do you think they added Charlotte? I think they added Charlotte because Charlotte was originally supposed to be the person to main event. Because I feel like they were building the whole women's division sort of around Charlotte Flair or having, you know, Charlotte Flair be the cornerstone of the women's division. I hear that you two are having a podcast and my camera's not working, but it's okay. But I hear that the two of you think you're going to main event this podcast when I originally was supposed to be in it. Well, guess what? This is my show. I get to add whoever the hell I want. So I'm going to add myself back to this. All right. This is going to be a triple threat. For episode 26. I don't care what you two think. All right? How do, how do you feel about that, Brandon? Here we go. It Charlotte doesn't Flair. matter what you think. All right? <laughs> so you went from being Vince McMahon to The Rock. All Look, it's not my fault that I have Vince McMahon's best attributes mixed with The Rock. With, mixed with Finn Balor, his good looks, Edge's tattoos, if you can see them. It's not my fault. Well, first I, off... I'm going to probably upset you again. Where did you get your haircut? Somewhere horrible. Yes, obviously. it's very horrible. <laughs> it's a good thing that I know somebody. I was going to say, you know someone who's a very good hairstylist, and then I asked you about it. You were like, I don't know how much she charges. I don't, <laughs> but I did find out, which I will tell you later on. Ooh, can we plug this uh, haircut? <laughs> yes, we can. It is a Salon Z in Lutz, Florida. One of our one of our latest sponsors here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how how are you guys? How, how's doing, that episode been going? I'm not gonna lie to you, Kenny. This could possibly be Brandon's best work. Oh, so he he leaves his best work for when I'm not on the episode, or at least he thought that I wasn't on the episode. I was listening the whole time, Brandon. So so let's let's address some things. <laughs> Let's address. I, I'm like when mother found the lyrics in the laundry, right? Now. All right. And the reason, speaking of which, the reason I'm not wearing, if you're looking at the video version, the reason I'm not wearing my AirPods, guess what I found in the laundry? <laughs> so, my lyrics. so <laughs> yeah. So apparently they're very clean. Hopefully they work by the next episode. If I'm not no longer wearing AirPods, it's because Brandon washed them for me. Brandon does my laundry, by the way. So no you else. joined us poor people. Right, I'm broke again. Is what happened, but obviously uh, I I can't afford a good haircut either. So, <laughs> really not like, dude. That's that's. Uh. Hey, hey! I told him to give me the Finn Balor, so it looks like Finn Balor. It's a good thing that my fiance is a wrestling fan, right. and will go, oh, right. Thank you. I could literally ask her, like, hey, give me the Finn Balor, and she'd be like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she told me I don't have the head to pull that off. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. 
Um, brutal, so brutal where, where were we, guys? Where were we? Um, you know, before I jumped on this podcast, though, I will say that I had a delicious cup of Ethos Coffee Roasters. And luckily, I just ordered it by saving 10% using code don't sleep. Just wanted to remind everybody of that. I'm in a good mood, guys. I've been sick all week, and this is like the first day that I felt better. Well, I felt better until Drew made fun of my haircut. But yeah. so what do you think you had? What do you think you come down with? Huh? What What did you think you got? Uh, I I guess I hung out with you too much because I caught bitch assness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Right, because you know, you know, you know what what I mean. You're the type of person that thinks Kofi Kingston should be replaced by Bobby Lashley for some reason. Yeah, I mean, why not? Because Lashley, Lashley is on Raw, first of all. Because then again, Shelton Benjamin just randomly like jumps on. We've made this joke. I don't care. We're not a PC podcast. We've made the joke that Vince McMahon thinks all black people are Shelton Benjamin, right? <laughs> so, he was just like, get Shelton a face, uh, South Rollins. They're like, peas on SmackDown. I don't give a crap. Get Shelton. He probably met Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like, Lashley's think- going to be a. Uh- Paul Heyman guy now. <laughs> Leo Rush right. can't cut it. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon, let me call your ass out too, because I'm not seeing this energy from you. The other night when we were talking about Fastlane, just in privately, the passion I saw from you, you literally were like, what are you talking about? This, this, and this. And, and I was like, why aren't you like that on the podcast? Why are you so chill on the podcast? Why don't you argue your points? Why don't you be a man, Brandon? It's a chill night. We're having a podcast, we're having a good time, you know. Probably had a little Ethos coffee. <laughs> Ethos coffee is supposed to hype you up, by the way. So thanks, thanks for just downing our sponsor. I got the decaf. Now they won't sponsor uh, us anymore. This just in, uh, Ethos coffee is out. Where I was going to say, we're going to have to take the salon now, a hundred percent, because we need a new sponsor. Because Ethos is out after that plug from Brandon. <laughs> so if you need your haircut like Finn Balor, uh, <laughs> go ahead, Drew. <laughs> you go to Salon Z. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we were talking. Where were we on Fastlane? Can we get Salon Z on the uh, on the podcast? Yeah. So she called me out. She called me out on Sunday. She's like, "You never had a girl on the podcast." I'm like, "What, yes. Brandon's?" I'm like, "What, Brandon's not enough for you?" Brandon doesn't identify as gender. That's right. I'm gender fluid. Right. So I mean, <laughs> Brandon's whatever. So, well, geez, guys, I got awkward, apparently. <laughs> well, she actually, she texted you, too, saying that Brandon should be fired from the podcast and yes. she should replace what? him. Yes. So she, I might have, right, I might have to right. do that. That'll work. Look, you bring you bring her on the show. You do a little uh, a little interview thing, maybe uh, like a job interview. She, she's ready to replace the co-host. See, Brandon, do you see what I'm talking about? You see your energy right now. You're like you're calling out a man's girlfriend on a podcast right now, and you're literally like, "Uh, yeah, maybe she wants to come on the podcast." Let me see some fire from you, Brandon. If I could light myself on fire, I would, man. But you know, you know I'm just I'm a little disappointed because you know I heard this. Kenny texted me instantly and was like, "Dude, I just had like the best argument with Brandon," and I was like, "What? How do you have a good argument?" He's like, he actually said intellectual things, <laughs> and his points were valid. They weren't exactly identical to mine, which I liked, 
And I want that energy from him on the podcast. And I said, well, Kenny, I'm going to be honest with you. That's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> what you're going to have to do if you want somebody to give you some energy is you're probably going to have to replace them yeah. with a much younger, sexier version yeah. like myself. But that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> right. So, so something I want to address, because I heard Drew say this. You said I was wrong on, on the Miz, the Miz heel turn. I, I, I was correct that they were going to set up a match for WrestleMania, but I, I definitely was wrong on who was going to heel turn. But unlike Brandon, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't mind being wrong. I actually <laughs> like being swerved. And in fact, I would call this swerve lane because it was just a night. Like literally, it came to a point where you, everyone in the room was like, I think this is what's going to happen, but that might be why the opposite happens because everything was getting swerved. So for all of Brandon's talk about saying this was filler lane, uh, I feel like if you missed this pay-per-view, you missed out on a lot of storyline development. Isn't that right, Brandon? Yeah, I didn't miss much of anything. <laughs> well, you didn't even see it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think. What I, were you I doing Sunday night? It. I was doing some other stuff. Right. I was checking out the, uh, a little ASMR. Would you like to explain to our listeners and our viewers what that means? It's like autonomous sensory meridian response. It was crazy. I, I saw it was like on YouTube, and there's this lady. She's sitting in front of this like headphone set thing, and she's sort of like clicking, making clicking noises into each ear. And it's cool if you got the headphones on. Oh, so yeah, I've done that. I've done that before. So it's like you almost like meditate and you close your eyes and you listen to these sounds and they say like your spirit animal and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this yeah. is like weird stuff. They like had like a wine bottle and she would like a wine <laughs> bottle with her fingernail and she'd be like, oh, how do you like this? <laughs> and she would like do it in like each ear. And then she would like, I'm going to fluff you up. She would take like like a makeup brush and like brush the microphone or the little. You ear. sure you were on Pornhub? No, it was it was. I think it was work. So let me get this straight. You're on a wrestling podcast, <laughs> right? And you chose to go to this weird, like, sounds like bondage type fetish thing over wrestling. You're about to go to WrestleMania, and you're not even going to watch is he a pay per view before. Like I'm telling you, like this ASMR. It's a lot more interesting. But we start seeing where your priorities are. But yet, the other day, you were willing to argue with me about so like this being filler lane. You said like this is like you were like no, it's I could watch. I don't have to watch fast lane to know what's going on. And I said, yeah, you would have missed a lot of Kofi development. But is it that you're just biased? You don't you don't like Kofi Kingston? <laughs> no, it's not, no. I look Kofi's fine. I just I didn't think the segment here add anything i mean we got the same thing again you know on smackdown basically setting up like you know vince is just putting more obstacles in front of us you know in his way to keep him from going for the title well you see i think vince mcmahon is doing a kofi kingston what i'm trying to do to you which is i want you to show me some fire and passion instead of getting other people to tell me that you deserve it that you deserve to be the co-host or fire and desire. Ooh. <laughs> fire and desire. Trip Brandon uh, up in the ring apron. That was well, yeah. You know what? That was another one that was that was weird. Uh, the Mandy Rose Oscar match. I, I didn't feel that went anywhere either. That just was did sort you of watch it on the card. Did you watch it or did you read about it? 
Yeah, I read about it, but right. Right, so but it, I didn't miss anything. Oscar retained, and it, but what <laughs> you missed? You missed first of all a great match because Mandy Rose actually really had a good match. She got kicked in the face by Oscar, so you're gonna be one of those fanboys who sits there and says, "Oh, Mandy Rose doesn't deserve this spot," but you didn't even watch the match. I I never said Mandy Rose doesn't deserve the spot. I just didn't think. I'm just giving it. It didn't though. go anywhere. Yeah, it, it didn't did go, go anywhere. anywhere because it's potentially gonna set up a feud between two best friends. Who are right. possibly gonna exactly. break up. Exactly. Like it's right. it really set the course for like, okay, we're gonna get Mandy versus Sonya. But then in a couple of weeks when it happens, you won't be invested in it because you didn't see the beginning of the feud, which is exactly why I'm resentful for you calling it filler lane. Because if you say that, oh, this is not a meaningful feud, but you missed the start of it, of course. Of course you're gonna think that. You know who you're starting to sound like? You're starting to sound like KO from Florida. <laughs> and if you don't know who that is, that is Jockey Full of Bourbon. I'm calling you out. Look, yeah, we, Jockey, we Jockey Full of Bourbon had it right. I don't know what happened to well, you and Keith, man. They did a heel turn. Yeah, I was going to say, like, me and Drew on, like, one side, and then the two of you. It's like we're building to match at Mania here, man. You know, the two friends, you know, the, it's supposed to be me and Brandon versus Drew and, and Keith, but now we're just – me and Drew have become friends, and you and Keith have become best friends. You're all gonna have AC from New York in your corner, and he's gonna be sitting there going to get those fucking guys in this fucking match because this fucking 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 talks like a 13 year old, which is exactly how the opinions that you're all giving me sound now because <laughs> you're telling me the same thing with Keith, though. He was telling me he's like, Oh, this was filler late, and it's like, What? Like I was in a room full of people that actually really enjoy the pay per view. Look, I, I, I would say this: you can still enjoy the show and and the matches or, or the wrestling on the show and call it filler lane yeah, because that's exactly what Keith said. Right? Came yeah, from Florida. He told us, which that's what that's what we're affectionately calling him now. But he told us he was like, "Yeah, it was filler lane, but it was really good pay per view." And it's like filler by definition is something like let's say meat for example when you add filler it's to fluff it up and make it passable so how can you say filler and then say it's good at the same time Not it's a fucking contradiction in itself enjoy that's like filler. saying branded and saying talented they're a contradiction <laughs> <laughs> i can't even make that joke because you're actually talented Brandon. But, but jesus like how can you make that statement you can still enjoy filler. I enjoy filler episodes, you know, certain TV series that I watch. It, it, I mean, I'm not saying you couldn't enjoy this pay-per-view. This pay-per-view wasn't enjoyable. I'm just saying it was it's filler. Like, I didn't miss anything by not watching it. All right, so I let's got, see. Let's see. Let, let, let Drew catch you in something here. What, what's another storyline that I want to hear his opinion on without seeing Fastlane? Another storyline from Fastlane? Yeah. Uh, so I guess... I guess we let's talk about the Kofi stuff. Um, I know you touched on it, but Brandon's telling me he's like I, I saw all the gauntlet stuff, and but he didn't see what happened to Kofi at Fastlane, where Vince almost like inserted him into the match, and you almost got hype. You're like, oh shit, Kofi's gonna be in the match, and then it was taken away from us. So you you missed no, out on that. But, but yeah, but I thought that was gonna be a mania thing anyway. Why would I have wanted to see that on this? Because if you were watching anything. it live, if you were watching it live, you would have thought that Kofi was going to come in. So you missed like a swerve. You got your emotions played with. So now, dare I say, anyone who's seen Fastlane wants Kofi in the match more 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like now we're really wanting Kofi. Let me break this down to you. (laughs) I'm going to throw in your boy John Cena in this mix. Okay. Has nothing to do with it whatsoever, but I'm (laughs) going to do it anyhow. He's tied with Ric Flair, right? Right. Okay. Let's say he comes back. He wants to go for the record. He wants to get 17. Okay. It's pay-per-views before Mania, whatever. Let's say Vince is dicking him around. <laughs> You're rooting for him. You want to see this happen, right? You want to watch history. Am I right? Everybody likes to be a part of history. Everybody likes to watch it. Correct? Correct. If, okay. Just making sure you're still with me. <laughs> if you think there's a shot that he could do it on this pay-per-view, would you not be excited? Uh, yeah, if it ultimately happens, but okay. say it doesn't happen and it just turns into a handicap match against the bar. To Drew's just, point, yeah, but I mean, you see, it's it's how you just read it. it. It's how you just read it. Like, if you read, oh, Kofi fought the bar, it sounds stupid. But to Drew's point, if you're like, okay, I thought they were going to do this John Cena thing at WrestleMania, but holy crap, we, we're getting it tonight. It, it suddenly becomes must-see TV. It doesn't matter that, yes, you ultimately got your hope stash. It was in that moment. You had twists and turns, and you you got to be really entertained by it. And then it makes you go, oh, God, I, if they don't give Cena that 17th title, I'll be pissed. So, and Drew had to pull up John Cena because he's the only wrestler that you actually like. <laughs> That's right. Besides Roman Reigns, which but it's like you can't tell me like you're watching, you know, Game of Thrones and you miss uh, what's it, the Red Wedding, and then tell me like, oh, Oh, okay, are we comparing this handicap match to the Red Wedding? We are. We're we're comparing (laughs) the Kofi Kingston saga as if it were episodic, right? If it's an episodic thing, you can't miss Kofi getting an inch closer, and then tell me that you're. Oh, well, I saw the gauntlet stuff on Tuesday, and it was fine. You can't just skip episodes. Uh, this I could have skipped. This is, this is a skipper. Ultimately, <sighs> nothing happened. It, it was, this was boring. Bars. Handicap match. I'm not, like, mad. I'm just I'm disappointed right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's the worst one, Brandon. That's the worst one. He's not even angry. I'm not even angry at you. We're just disappointed. And you I'm know like, why we can do that, Brandon? We're dads. <laughs> we are. Both of us. Look, maybe fatherhood has softened your whoa, wrestling. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your wrestling viewing. Where are you going with that, buddy? Are you trying to say we're soft? No, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, it's it's... It's made you more accepting of certain things. Or right, certain right. Maybe it has lines. made me. Maybe it has made me more uh, caring about people. So let's talk. So Monday night, Brandon comes over for Raw, and I tell him like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get Taco Bell." And, and so I bought him his favorite Taco Bell dish, which was a five layer burrito. And then I also wow. bought him a Baja Blast. Do you understand that Brandon stared at me the rest of the night like he was offended that I would give him such handouts? No, I was not offended by him. I just, <laughs> he asked on the phone before I came if they wanted to if he should get me anything from Taco Bell. I was Hold like, on. no, don't worry about it. I'm offended by Kenny because Sunday. <laughs> you know what's going on now. Sunday, I text him and said, hey, I'm getting pizza. Are you okay with pizza? 
And he goes, nah, you know, I'm spoiled, you know, because <laughs> I'm from New York. I'm, I'm cool. from New York. You know, I want, I want uh, a real slice. I want a real yeah. slice of pizza. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. We can't get that here. We live in Florida. So I'm getting hungry Howie's because they got flavor. Oh, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true. Bro. We could get good pizza in Florida. You just don't look for it. Yes and no. Debatable. There's I mean, a lot what... of testosterone going on in those podcasts. I like this. Anyway, so what does this guy do? He texts me and goes, you know what? I'm kind of craving some pizza now. And I said, well, I already ordered it. And he was like, oh, man. He shows up with Taco Bell, right? <laughs> now, he goes, first thing he says when he walks in, he goes. Dude, yeah, I threw you know. shade right away. Watch, watch. Go ahead. Oh, wow. He goes, you know, I did what you did when you showed up to my house to watch a pay-per-view. I brought Taco Bell. And I said, the difference is, though, I told you I was getting pizza. You never told me you were getting pizza. <laughs> so I, I did what I had to do to make sure I took care of myself. First of all, this, you all of this is a triple threat because it was Brandon that bought the pizza that time. So what you did was piss Brandon off. He was mad about it the whole night that you didn't have any pizza. I did have pizza, though. So I'm a so fatty you like that. I okay, so there it is, ultimately. But, you know, I, it, when I went to your house, I had a craving for Taco Bell all of a sudden. So that's really what happened. It's just my mind went, <laughs> I, there's a Taco Bell right next to Drew's place. I kind of want some Taco Bell. I've been on a Taco Bell kick. All right. Oh, it's delicious, but you didn't even like be like, hey, do you want some Taco Bell? You know what it is? No, I, I assume, I assume man. what it is is it's that a game. It's Brandon, not me, Drew. It's not me. Wow. You see how he tries to absolve himself <laughs> through, through my actions? Here? <laughs> what it is is that I'm so used to people like Brandon who, when I text them, like, I. I I text her, like, hey, do you want some Taco Bell? He's like, uh, no, I'm good. Uh, you know, why yeah. would I, why would, what do I need your handouts? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I won't get you anything. So I'm just, I'm just used to, to that, that I have lost the ability to ask friends if they want food now, like, especially after Monday when I just randomly surprised him with the yeah, food. Yeah, he turned the tables on me. Right. After I said, I was like, no, don't worry about it. And I showed this house and he's like, What it was, me a burrito. I felt so guilty for not bringing Drew Taco Bell on Sunday that I was like, You know what? Let me just bring it and see what happens. And I got burned. So now nobody's getting food anymore. <laughs> I will accept all Taco Bell. <laughs> just like Brandon should accept your gift of a freaking mic stand. Right. No, I, I have a little tripod back there like that. I would, yeah, you have a little I, tripod, all right. Yeah, I have a little you just, tripod. You feel more comfortable talking like this into a mic the entire night instead of having both hands free. Is that your wallet? You're I need... Yeah, I was talking to my wallet. I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Brandon's talking into his mic like this. <laughs> I need the regular like mic stand so I can have it up away from the desk at it. You know That's what, what it looks like you're doing right now? It looks like you're handling a dick that's what it looks like oh brandon's gender fluid it doesn't matter yeah you know i'm gender fluid it's all right i can handle a little d well your voice cracked there so it looked like you got a little bit nervous brandon (laughs) maybe you're supposed to address me as big d yeah Um, but hey we're talking this is a wrestling podcast (laughs) apparently apparently we're all feeling too good we're just we're just high on testosterone and we're talking some shit, but I guess let's get back to wrestling, guys. All right. Let's get back to wrestling. Enough of this filler pay-per-view. Wow. Let's move on. Wow. Monday Night Raw. It's SmackDown. 
We're just actually doing the proper build to the show that we want to see, WrestleMania. Do we want to see WrestleMania? Because apparently you don't care. Is WrestleMania filler to you too? I'm excited for WrestleMania. Fastlane, not so much. <laughs> Why are you excited for WrestleMania? You know what? We got, hopefully, we're going to have Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair in the main event, the actual main event, last match in the card. Can I, give a, can I give a controversial take on Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda now? Uh, yeah, I have whatever you want. It's your podcast. You're yeah, fucking yeah. right. That's the best answer I could ever heard. You hear that, Brandon? Because yeah. Brandon's about to tell me no. So my take on the situation is I've never seen the best angle that WWE's ever had book so poorly. And I'm. it's almost to the point where I'm over the angle. And it pains me to say that because to me, the women should main event. This should be the match to main event. Now, if that's the case, why have you cooled it off so much? I told Brandon, like, why is it every Raw and SmackDown we get a development on this storyline? Why is this storyline crossing every show? And it's like they're doing too much with it. Last week and this week, I don't think we needed the SmackDown segments. Not to say like they should skip SmackDown, but I only want to see it once a week is what I'm saying. But we're getting it on both shows. And it's it's literally like a rehash. You want to talk filler, Brandon? It feels like the Smack SmackDown's getting the filler of the storyline. It's like, oh, just in case you didn't see it on Monday, here's here it is on, on Tuesday. But you wouldn't know that because you haven't watched SmackDown in two weeks. No, I well, I caught I caught the SmackDown. At least most of it. You did? Yeah, this is this is good. Kind did of. you actually watch this or you re- read it? No, no, no. I actually, I, <laughs> I actually watched watched some of it. I did, I did, I did. I, 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 like, I, did. I was going to say just thank you. It. I like how I didn't respond, so you felt the need that to you know <laughs> be like, oh no, 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 seriously, you know. So it lets me know that you're like, you know, again, we're dads, Drew and I. Right. Let's me know you're lying. <laughs> it's like you need to win our approval and so you got to keep lying to be like I got, guys i really did i did watch it i swear <laughs> look they they might have started the becky ronda and charlotte feud a little too early if they were gonna you know have to keep showing segments for it to draw it out um but they they could have you know just spread it out and not Maybe well, done it like you said at Fastlane at uh, you know, the SmackDown like like, like like you know like that. Let me that. let me explain that I do like what they did with Ronda. I like the fact that she's a heel. I've liked the developments, but again, it's like the execution of it is just poor because it's being stretched thin uh, so much. It's like it's like we're getting these long segments. Like last night, Becky didn't really need a promo. She had this like long promo, and it was like uh, like I don't okay like I so. I didn't even realize, but I had started skipping the segment and I had to rewind it because I was like, I didn't even realize that I had skipped the segment. So in other words, it was legitimately filler in my brain. I was like, oh, I don't need to see this. And then I was like, wait, this is like the main storyline. <laughs> yes, I do. I need to go back. Unlike Brandon, when I miss something in wrestling, I feel the need to go back to watch it so I can connect the dots a little bit better. And not just read it. Right. Yeah. I yeah, really. That's just me. I don't know if I want to see like Becky randomly show up to Raw and like put her in an arm bar backstage again and be like, 
I didn't need you to help me, like, or do something with that angle, or just have Ronda just be the bitch where she comes to SmackDown and nothing happens on Raw and just attacks both of them and beats the living hell out of both of them. I want to see something like that. I don't Pick know. One like, show. I'll, I'll give it a chance, man. I'll give it a chance because I think, again, I hope, I really, really hope this main event's because, again, the problem I'm having now is that even though this is the supposed to be the it storyline, we're starting to get other storylines eclipsing it. And it's like, it's surprising. I didn't expect Batista and Triple H to be doing as good as they are. That in one week, that angle got hot shotted to the point where like, I'm really invested in that feud. We have SmackDown, Randy Orton cutting a fire promo on AJ Styles, and then AJ Styles, right? <laughs> and then AJ Styles coming out and responding in kind. So Randy Orton, literally the line of the night when he said, you know, I was main eventing back when, or winning my first world heavyweight title back when uh, AJ was on the beach with Dixie in Florida. And he, I'm like, Randy Orton saying Dixie Carter just seems so weird because he's like the WWE boy. But like, I like how they've made this like a homegrown WWE star versus a guy who had to come up another way through the indies. So they've made this like Orton versus the indie guy. And now I'm invested in the feud. Like before, it was just going to be cool, like Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. But now they've just turned it completely. Like, do you, you know, here's the guy that WWE trained to be good. And here's a guy who WWE didn't want and earned his way later in his career. So that's the feud I think I'm like really excited for right now. I don't, I don't know how that happened. You know but why again, it was cool, Brandon? Is because randomly at Fastlane, you had <laughs> Randy Orton come in and RKO somebody, and then everybody's like, "Oh my god!" And then all of a sudden, AJ Styles came in and phenomenal forearmed him. They didn't even yeah. have a match. The and way it was just that cool. happened, right? And it, it it was a good development because again, Brandon won't understand this, but Elias had come out about four times in the night and basically were shit was shitting on all the baby faces, and then um, Randy Orton came out and he RKO'd. Uh, Elias in true Randy Orton fashion, just shut the hell up, kid. Like it's my time. Mm-hmm. And what ma- it made AJ Styles look amazing because he was right there behind Orton. So it was almost as if, again, you can fill in the blanks here, but it almost seems like AJ Styles had done some homework on Randy Orton and knew he would do something like that, was ready just in case. So again, it, it, it was a good development. Development on fast lane. Brandon <laughs> and you know it really advanced the storyline but they really hit it out of the park on on Tuesday so right. two years Tuesday so, was what matters right. ultimately <laughs> Brandon's turning heel this is like the he- Brandon's heel turn on this podcast well besides like, again on the pod on the podcast because you turned heel in real life you you've sent me like five I'm driving texts in the past couple days <laughs> 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 oh, Kenny, I'm sorry. I had to earlier today. It was perfect timing. Oh, oh man. wow. It's true. He's, oh, man. See, and now he, he probably thinks I do that on purpose. Like, I just said about driving. What, what do you mean now I think you do it on purpose? I've always I thought you do it on purpose. On purpose. I've always thought you do it on purpose. It's the Bluetooth. Uh huh. I'm going to go what else next time you're here. <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. You know what else I'm excited about Mania 4? Freaking the goddess, Alexa Bliss, will be the host. Yeah, can we talk about Raw? First of all, well, you know what? Drew, 
I'll let you have your moment. Go ahead, Alexa Bliss. You'll, you'll let me have my moment of bliss? Your moment Aye. of bliss, yes. I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> come on. If you're not going to have her do any kind of match, she's not in the title picture. We all know she's the, one of the best on the mic right now for women. Yeah. Why not have her entertain us, at least? That's what she does best. She entertains. And for people like me and Brandon, and even Kenny. Shh, don't tell people that. Don't, don't, don't give it away. <laughs> it's something enjoyable to watch. It's something enjoyable to look at. I mean, she I might know, not man. be. The new, day, the new Day was looking pretty hot at WrestleMania 33. I mean, I was going to go complete opposite. I mean, she's not as good looking as, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but, I mean, nobody is. Right. That's true. That man's beautiful. Or Very beautiful. Three for that matter. <laughs> Brandon had to throw his EC3 yeah. plug in there. What I want to say is, so do you think like Alexa Bliss even needs to wrestle anymore? I think she's she's past that. I think yeah. This is one argument I made with Brandon. Brandon was sitting there arguing with me that Alexa Bliss doesn't need to wrestle anymore, and I'm like, she should wrestle. But it's good that she has a career outside of just wrestling. Like she could entertain. Like it's a really big honor. Like if they saw that she was talented enough. Again, look at the company she's in. The host of WrestleMania. She's with The Rock. She's with The New Day. Uh, she's with Kim Kardashian. Yeah, why did that happen? I was at that Romania, and I was happy as a 19-year-old boy. Like, so, that's, um, that's why it happened. Um, <laughs> you know, what? It, that had to have helped their social media out, though, right? Do you think that pushed them? Pushed the, them to the 1 billion the followers billion? that yeah. we have? I mean... Congratulations yeah. to WWE, one billion followers. We're not too far behind ourselves, guys. <laughs> We're at, what, 3,800? Actually combined almost 5,000? We're almost so there, close. Brandon. We're close. Hey, look, hey, just a month ago, I think we had a combined like 900. So, <laughs> hey, we're stepping up. We're, we're fresh on WWE's tails. We at least have more followers than uh, TNA. So, doing good. <laughs> Wow. Brandon, what are you up to? Like 13 followers? I didn't even know I had followers. But yeah, I, I created the Instagram. Too. Yeah. I, I got homeboy up to uh, 70 Look by myself. That. Let me see. Hold on, because I still have it connected to my phone. Let's see where it's at right now. 76. Brandon, you've gotten a whopping six followers since I've last been on this. This is fantastic. Mate. And about three of them are spam. See? They're, they're <laughs> spam, spam accounts that are right there. <laughs> So, uh, why are you following me? That's that's the real question. People should be asking themselves. Um, why are people following? Come because on. they want to see on how Instagram. interesting you are, Brandon. You're an interesting guy. Is what we're trying to convey to you on this podcast is is you're actually pretty entertaining, but you you don't believe in yourself, damn it. Like Kofi Kingston, you don't right. believe in yourself. That's right. what your boys, Kenny, aka Vince. Is trying to do. He's trying to make Kofi See? believe in himself. It's you know, I I don't know how you're not pumped about the potential of him being the first champion. You know, he's been there for a long time, so in that respect, it's kind of cool. But but it's not about just him being there for a long time. I think even Vince alluded to that in the promo. It's like I don't give a crap how long he's been there. It's more so that like he's been a a top guy like he's gotten to the upper echelon and he's never won the title he's never even challenged for the title it's like how has that happened like he's been a good he's been a good hand you know he's been loyal he's been putting in good work 
So you don't want to see Kofi Kingston as WWE champion. If he legitimately wins at WrestleMania, which we're going to, what's your reaction going to be? I don't know. That's the question. Like, do we think, do we legitimately think Kofi Kingston should be winning the title? I'm telling you, the scenario I'm giving you is if he wins the title. Let's imagine he's won the title. What's your reaction while you're there? Drew just did it. You couldn't see it, but he was doing golf clap. <laughs> Drew was golf clapping. That's going to be your reaction. You're going to be like, uh, cool. Like, Kofi Kingston's the first black, you know, WWE champion. Cool. I wish it was Bobby Lashley because he's just beautiful. Maybe it should be Lashley. That's what I'm saying. That's the question I'm asking. Should this be Ash? Should this be Bobby Lashley? Did you say should it? Should this be Ashy? Yes. Like we're kind of racist. I know what was just happening there. I'm offended. <laughs> I don't know. We'll we'll see when it happens. You know they're they're building it up. A certain way, they're they're, they're definitely trying to get the fans. The Speaking fans of building it up, guys. You know? If you want to build up your wrestling collection, why don't you go ahead and use code SAVEKENNY for your for 20% off your first wrestle crate and you go ahead and build up that wrestling collection. And maybe you'll get a replica WWE title so you could be the first black WWE champion. <laughs> Brandon, don't you have a title? Like a title you wear around to, to matches and stuff? You know what? I thought I had a title, but I just had to... You better defend it. Yeah. Brandon doesn't even realize that the picture that we took at WrestleMania 33 was another guy's title. So he does not <laughs> yeah. own a title. Own he title. does not. I did not own the African title. Not only that, he... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. I got to explain. There's a joke um, amongst another friend and I that Brandon had won the African title. I don't know how this even snowballed into to this, but... It was like because I hurt my back when we lifted him up for like five minutes because he sandbagged us. And now, of course, his phone's going off in the middle of the podcast. The return that no one wanted. It's like John Laurinaitis' voice. Just. (laughs) Brandon, who is it? It's the uh, YouTube notification for an ASMR video. Sorry. Is it really? Oh my god, Brandon. All right, let's yeah, let's get back. Let's get back on track here. At least when I checked my phone, I was talking to Kenny the whole time. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I turned True. it off. I turned it off. I was cooling him in when I was jumping in. So he had he was privy to this information. You were not. <laughs> no. We <laughs> actually, I'm gonna be honest, we really wanted to get I was supposed to initially. Get you to be like, all right, Brandon, how do you really feel about Kenny on this podcast? Like, do you think he does a good job? Because I would, I feel like you were on a roll. So I was like, go ahead, Brandon. You tell me. You tell me what you think. Like, Kenny does a fantastic job. Oh, I'm sure he does. (laughs) He does. He really does. He knows, he knows his, his, his wrestling, man. That's for sure. You can definitely tell he's passionate about, uh, not only WWE, but just, you know, wrestling in general. He comes prepared, you know, he knows what he's talking about. He's able to carry the show. I sure as hell can do it because <laughs> I'm watching too many ASMR videos to even know what's going on most of the time. But um, it's good that he's here. Uh, he's very professional, too. He comes out very professional, I think, when we uh, interview, when we have guests on the show. So, all in all, pretty, pretty solid. I mean, I don't agree with him, 
you know, all the time, especially on filler pay-per-views. But why do you keep that, jabbing? It's like that was the nicest thing you ever said, and then it's like it's like the nicest thing you ever said to me, and then you just pulled the rug out from under me. It's like you, you went right back to filler lane, which is a touchy <laughs> subject. You got me calling it filler lane. I literally just called it filler lane. I meant fast lane. So that's to tell you, you've upset me. Brandon. Look, it's like Batista, right? Where's this going? Where's this going? (laughs) Let me hear this. It's like evolution, you know? It's like they put each other over, but at the same time, you know. (laughs) He's beaten all the best. Yeah, he's still beat all the best, but he hasn't hasn't beaten Batista. Yeah. So here's my question. (laughs) Who's winning that match? Who's winning Batista Triple H? Um... I guess Triple H, man. I don't, I don't, I don't see Batista winning. How about the fire from Batista? The kind of fire you guys fire or spit? Me. Yeah, the spit. If I can spit like Batista, maybe I could bring that energy. To the I just show. want to say R.I.P. to that microphone because Batista <laughs> definitely had some water damage. You think my AirPods are messed up? Batista definitely, definitely fucked up that microphone. Um, I wonder if the cameraman got a little of it too, because. Oh, he 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 was spitting on people at least in the first seven rows, because Batista. In fact, I have it on good authority that Batista needed a gallon of water to to quench his thirst. So, like, he, Batista, look, I got it right here. Batista had to go drink a gallon of water afterwards because he'd lost so much hydration from spitting all over the microphone. So, it was just pretty crazy stuff, guys. I have it on good authority. Dave Meltzer actually told me that. <laughs> it was juicy. Can I just say? I liked his suit game. It was right. very Hollywood-esque, and I like that. It's like, you know, he comes in, he looks like a privileged guy, and it's like, you're going to give me what I want. Hunter, give me what I want. Like, it was such a simple <laughs> Did you thing. all see? Uh, I didn't make it, but did you all see what I posted on Instagram? Well, Instagram we're down today. This is we're oh. recording on Wednesday, so maybe you didn't see it. So here, let's let's pause real quick, and I'll play it right here. Oh, fantastic! Give me what I want. Is that what you want? Give me what I want. Credit to. Uh, I got his name here. Let me let me let me say it. He he made it on uh, for Reddit. It's a uh, user Missy Man or Missy Man twenty three. Uh, pretty good stuff, guys. So credit to him. Uh, good stuff. Can I just say something? You had seventeen thousand four hundred and forty six views on that, and a hundred and nine comments while Instagram was down. <laughs> <laughs> That is impressive, my friend. It's, but it's so funny. I pre- first of all, I appreciate that. But it's so funny because like now I'm so I guess the the way I am is like I can never enjoy things. I'm always striving for more. So like until you just said that, I was like, ah, it's not getting as much traction as I want. And then when you say it like raw numbers like that, like, oh, almost 17,500 people have watched it. It's like that's a lot of reach. That's actually really good. I mean, we have 3,800 followers now on Instagram. And I mean, our oh, hey, shout out to our Twitter. 
I don't know if y'all remember, like three episodes ago, I was like, oh, we only have 150 followers. Please follow us on Twitter. We're up to our thousand, a thousand followers now on Twitter. So, I mean, thank you for that. We're up to 1,044 as of right now, if you want to be exact. I mean, it's kind of crazy the, the amount of growth that we're seeing, Brandon. We're like the erect a podcast, if you will. Look, we don't need any enhancement pills around here. All right. Oh no, Brandon's falling asleep. I can hear it in his voice. <laughs> no, I was just saying we don't need any pills. That's all. I mean, if you would actually drink Ethos coffee, you wouldn't be falling asleep. You know what? I've waited for. Well, Ethos is no longer sponsoring us because Brandon has, <laughs> has pissed them off on a personal level. Oh, I'm still waiting for my samples of Ethos from the host. So, whatever they send these over. I will definitely enjoy it. They're good people. You should buy their product using the code that I provide you every week and support their causes. Yeah. It's for a good cause as opposed to just trying to get free stuff every week. (laughs) All right. So two things I want to touch on. First of all, can we talk about the fact, and it didn't hit me until today. I don't know why it didn't really hit me when it happened, when he announced it on Monday, but Kurt Angle is retiring, guys. Kurt Angle's retiring in, uh, at WrestleMania. And how about Apollo Creed getting, the, getting a little farewell match? You should have seen Brandon's reaction to Apollo Crews coming out. He was not happy. He was not happy. He's like, what is this jobber doing? <laughs> like, he was basically offended that, like, one of Kurt Angle's last couple matches was Apollo Crews. He's wasting his matches. I got to ask you a personal <laughs> What if he got hurt? Brandon? gotta ask you a personal question i think i know where this is going go ahead do you not like black wrestlers right thank you <laughs> like, you know do you what, have a, a problem good... with that is it because you didn't make it yourself that's a good question drew look drew i can't lie to you no i i like i like black wrestlers i don't have a problem with black he wrestlers. likes black referees i'll tell you that much yeah i definitely like black ref black <laughs> ref is like the best thing to happen to raw you know, in the years. And I mean, Bobby Lashley, I think Bobby Lashley should be champ. So, yeah. I don't have a problem with the blacks. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? It makes me think you have a problem. There's no it problem here. sounds like you have a problem. It really does. Like, he no literally, he literally, I remember he, he, him saying like, Oh yeah, those those joined the Titus Worldwide jobbers. Because <laughs> that's what Titus was doing, you know. It's not Listen, his fault. Titus doesn't have to wrestle. What he does outside of WWE for the community, especially here in Tampa where we live, yeah. Who the hell cares if he's a jobber? This guy right. does more for our community than you probably even realize. You know, he, he helped. He was one of the people that was really pushing for WrestleMania in Tampa. Wow. You're welcome, Brandon. Titus just saved you about a $300 flight next year. So, which I told you, by the way, it's funny. Brandon covered the flights this year, but I told him I'd get the flights next year. So now that WrestleMania is in Tampa, definitely have to, definitely have to honor that, Brandon. Yeah. A $20 Uber ride. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay for that. It's no problem, Brandon. I got you. I also bought you Taco Bell, so we take that off of the tab that I owe you for recommending tickets. <laughs> this is why he really buys me Taco Bell. <laughs> so he can just slowly chip away at uh, what he actually owes me. 
Uh, the prices went up, by the way. The, yeah. the BB, uh, yeah, you see? Yeah, yeah. the five-layer burrito is no longer on the dollar menu. <laughs> it's uh, about four ninety-nine now. That's how like, you do that, That's $499, Brandon. Right. Right. Oh, man. This is simple economics, Brandon. You know, instead of just physically giving you money, you know, I just buy you things and then we take away from the tab. <laughs> Look, I just think Apollo Creed should start to do things for the community. <laughs> how do you know he doesn't? Right. Since you don't you don't pay attention to storylines or anything or, or watch any programming or pay attention to any of their personal lives, how do you know he doesn't do anything for his community? Look, do you know I'm where sure he's from? Ghana, right? Is he from Ghana? Stone Mountain, Georgia. St- I was going to say Stone Mountain, Georgia. You racist because <laughs> holy crap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> holy crap. And doesn't he, aren't his parents um, of Nigerian descent, or am I just am I wrong in thinking that? Or uh, I, it's definitely not Ghana. I will tell you that much. Look, all I'm saying is, we only got a few matches left for Kurt, and I want Kurt to have the best. All right. Well, who's his WrestleMania match? I don't know who who is this WrestleMania match. What, what are they going to do for that? I think I think your boy. Even though we can't really see it. Very well, I think. I think. Okay, you heard it here first, guys. This this is where I think it's going, and I hope I'm right. I'm taking a chance on this. In 2002, June 2002, a young rookie named John Cena debuted to challenge Kurt Angle, and he said that he had ruthless aggression. Now that happened from Chicago, the arena in Chicago, Illinois. This Monday, they're coming to a little arena in Chicago, Illinois. So I would not be surprised if John Cena returns on this show to challenge Kurt Angle again. It would just be like so apropos that they would be in the same building leading to Kurt Angle's retirement where John Cena debuted. I mean, it just it writes itself. It writes itself, but Brandon's going to miss that raw, so he's going to say, oh, yeah, I see, I knew John Cena was going to face Kurt Angle. And he's going to miss that raw and miss the emotion of John Cena coming out and say, yeah, it was just a filler raw. (laughs) Forget about the fact that on Instagram he posted a young picture of Kurt Angle with with a gold medal. It's kind of like he did before last year Undertaker, how he kept posting all these old, old, old photos of The Undertaker with long red hair and wearing like ridiculous spandex looking things like before he wrestled in WWE. Kind of like a, a hint hint like. Okay, so if you all don't realize, if, you, if you've never been on John Cena's Instagram, uh, John Cena will always post random nonsense. There's not, not one picture of him on there. Uh, it's just random nonsense that alludes to something. So, for example, he posted a young AJ Styles right before he debuted. You know, people were like, what's he posting AJ Styles for? That's why. Um, Again, same thing. Undertaker was posted last year. I don't think it's a coincidence, like you said, which I don't know if you all can see this. Uh, He posted a young Kurt Angle uh, picture on his Instagram. So, would not be surprised. Again, if he shows up again, if he if he shows up any other week besides this week, if that is the match, 
it's a wasted opportunity because I think Cena should come out and challenge him in the same arena where he debuted. I mean, this is uh, coming full circle. Yes, thank you. It's coming full circle. It, it's exactly it. You know, his debut match, he faced Kurt Angle, and he's going to retire the guy too. I kind of hope they piss Brandon off and they swerve us all. And <laughs> Kurt Angle's final match is against Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do it at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa. So <laughs> swerve us, Kurt Angle. That's uh, a whole other year. But again, it, the the weight of it hit me today because somebody compared it to Ric Flair's retirement, and when they said that. That's when it kind of hit me that even though the verbiage they've used is Kurt Angle's retiring, I was like, oh, okay, he's not gonna, he's going to have his last match. But when they said it like that, I was in attendance for um, Ric Flair's retirement in 2004, uh, 2000, sorry, uh, WrestleMania 24. I'm sorry, I'm tongue-tied. And I almost cried, like, the emotion that happened because it was his final match. Well, of course, he wrestled a couple more matches, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> It, it kind of just occurred to me. I'm like, man, Kurt Angle's not going to wrestle anymore. And I believe him because he's not in the best shape. And I don't mean that as disrespect, but unfortunately his body's breaking down. He, and we know this is probably his last match. And Brandon, we're going to be in attendance. We are going to be in attendance. And it let me know. I'm like, holy crap, this is it for him. In of an era, man. Kurt Angle. Yeah. I'm going to miss the milk jugs and all the other great things. You know what I remember about Kurt Angle growing up as a kid, man? I don't know what it is. You know how there's you were saying there was that one guy that you don't know what it is, but you just didn't like him. As a kid, <laughs> Kurt Angle was that guy for me. <laughs> I don't know why. I just never liked him as a kid. But when I got older, obviously, I appreciated what he brought to the table. But it's just, it was something about him. I just did not he like him. He was a chicken shit heel, man, though. So he played his character to a T, man. And that's why, that's probably why I didn't like him. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you're thinking it's real. And you're thinking that everything's happening. And you're like, man, why is this guy such a bitch? You know, why <laughs> Why is he cheating? You I know, ask like, about Brandon every day. You know, why is, my, why is my, my beloved Rocky losing to this fucker? You know? <laughs> Right, and, and he, I mean, Rock lost to him very early on in Kurt Angle's career. I mean, he was like six months to a year in, which is kind of crazy to think. And Rock was was losing matches to him. So, I mean, that should tell you, Kurt Angle was a talented son of a bitch. Um, and again, I mean, it, okay, so guys, if it's not going to be against John Cena, is there anybody else you could possibly think to face uh, Kurt Angle here? Baron Corbin. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Never>. <laughs> oh, so, man. Brandon? <laughs> you? I mean, I'm at a loss of words, man. I mean, I guess better Baron Corbin than Apollo Crews. But... Oh, my God. Why do you hate Apollo Crews so much? Um, he used his real name. It's true. That's the first time I've heard him say Crews. Oh man! So, <laughs> wow, good job, Brandon. Um, so I guess we should talk about. I mean, the latest development with Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Would you guys be upset if this main evented this WrestleMania? Because remember, Roman's been calling it the main event of WrestleMania. 
So, you know, we can argue that is he talking about the fact that is the one of the main events or is he saying the main event, like the last match? I'll, I'll actually be a little disappointed if this match goes on last. I still think the lady should go on last for this pay-per-view. Yeah, I think so too. And I think the fact that the Shield main evented Fastlane, which again, Brandy, you don't know, but the Shield main eventing Fastlane, I think was a sign that we're going to get the ladies uh, main eventing WrestleMania. Because to me, um, them not putting the WWE title, well, again, but maybe they're putting the WWE title match. I mean, that's the thing. With Kofi, and I hate to go back to it, but with Kofi possibly winning the titles, like, do you save that for the last moment of the night? I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. It, like, do you have the show end on Becky Lynch holding up the title, which we know is going to happen? But do or, we? I mean, do we know that, though? We do. We have to. I mean, if Becky doesn't win the title, it's just the stupidest thing they could possibly do. We said that last year with Roman beating Brock at WrestleMania, and guess who held the title was freaking Brock. And to answer your question, I think they learned from that. I think they learned from that because they knew that WrestleMania 34 did not end well. You know, if I was Brock Lesnar, I would have thrown that title, man. He, uh, yeah, he did. I know. I got, know, caught up, this... I got caught up in the moment there. It's like you set me <laughs> up and I knew it too as soon as I answered. Exactly. So you prove my point, which is just because you know it's coming sometimes, you still can get swerved off of it, damn it. So you prove my point. Becky Lynch winning the title is still not a bad scenario, even if you see it coming. Oh, I'm I'm okay if she wins, but I'm saying there's still that chance that we're like, all right, yeah, psh, we know she's winning, right? Just like we knew last year Roman was winning. Didn't happen. Okay. No, I was saying I, I'm actually cool with any three of the ladies winning the title. Uh, I think it'll work out. You would be okay with Charlotte holding up the title at the I'm end of Mania? I'm okay with Charlotte. I think it's good. I think it'll I'll tell you, this is what I'm going to tell you right now. This is my prediction. If that match goes anywhere near the mid card or is not the last match, it's because either Charlotte or Ronda's winning. <laughs> tell you I that think for you a put fact. that in the main event and you have. No, because they will end Mania on a good note this year. I promise you, especially after what happened last year. So if by chance Charlotte or Ronda is winning this match, they will put it in the middle of the card. But if Becky's going to win, they'll put it on last. So you heard it here first. Spoiled WrestleMania for you guys. You don't even have to pay for it. $9.99 a month in WWE Network. Brandon uses my login, so he doesn't even pay that. Yeah. I might not even watch it. Because it could be a filler mania. You're going to be there. You're going to spend like $500 on a ticket. To sleep. To sleep. Um, <laughs> shit. Forgot what I was going to say. I got distracted I by say, Brandon. Say it and then we'll go, we'll go off there because we're running about that time. Um, yeah, sorry. I would be kind of disappointed if Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins were the main event, like the last match. Yes, it's going to be a good match. I really hope Seth Rollins win this damn title cleanly, no cheating, no interference. I hope Lesnar gets a clean loss. That's where I'm conflicted because in my heart of hearts, I don't think we're getting Kofi Kingston winning the title, Seth Rollins winning the title, and Becky Lynch winning the title. It's Because it would be almost a little bit too perfect. So if we're getting two out of the three, which ones do we pick? It's a hard decision. It's 
like, which one do you give up? And I hate to say it, the one I'd give up is Seth Rollins won the title. Uh, I, I guess I could give up Kofi. Of course, well, duh. Of course that's a do, bias. That was a, that's a bias, though. You don't want you Kofi to win. don't want him to win. No. I, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going I'm I'm to text him right now. I'm going to tell him that Brandon doesn't want him to win. I Go think ahead. it would be good for the storyline, right? No, it wouldn't it'll be. It would really piss the fans off and be like, God damn it. No, stole if, Kofi's moment again. If the fans are going to be pissed off, I hate to say this because I'm so high on her. I'd rather it be Becky Lynch. I'd uh-huh. rather her not win and Ronda win and swerve us all. Okay, that and one I give it. you. That one I'll give you because – it could be a la Brock Lesnar last year where you're like, oh, shit, I thought Ronda was dropping that title 100% and leaving the WWE, and she won. And then maybe she drops it the next night on the Raw after Mania to Becky Lynch in a surprise. That one, right, that one I can see. That one's a good one, too. So I like where we're going here. I like where your head's at, Drew. Brandon, I hate where your head's at because you don't want Kofi to win. I think ultimately <laughs> if we had to pick one, Again, I think besides Brandon here, I think if we had to pick one, the one we'd pick is Kofi winning, right? Absolutely. Right. Well, me so and there you, you go. So right. here's the thing. You're picking Rollins not to win. I'm picking Becky not to win. And Brandon, of course, is picking Kofi not to win. Hey, you guys want to hear something? Kofi Kingston has 0% chance of winning the WWE title. Yes, it. that means he's winning. Right, thank you. Let's let's talk about this, and this, we'll end the podcast right afterwards. Monday during Raw, Brandon, when uh, Finn Balor, which we, let's talk about the fact that Bobby Lash is Intercontinental Champion now. So during that match, Brandon said Bobby Lashley has zero percent chance of winning the Intercontinental Title at that moment, and asked Brandon if I'm lying. I said, "Good, that means Bobby's going to win." <laughs> He said there's no reason for Bobby Lashley to win the Intercontinental title. And I said, well, unless they have other plans for Balor, which I'm hearing, we might have a little bit of a little match ski on our hands here because the rumored opponent for if they can, you know, get to terms on it is The Undertaker. So there's got to, there might be a good reason for him to drop that Intercontinental title if he's going to go feud with the Dead Man. You got the Demon versus the Dead Man. That would be a pretty badass match. So here's the thing. Do you let the demon finally lose because he's never lost and let the Undertaker take another loss? Like, how would you work that? I I think Undertaker's at a point where he can take the loss at Mania because we know, you know, and no disrespect, but we know his best years are behind him. We know D, the demon is Finn Balor's strongest character. There's your passing of the torch because there's a character that the Undertaker can really pass the torch to is the demon Finn Balor. Um, you know, Roman didn't really need it. Brock Lesnar didn't really need it, but Finn Balor can do some real good with getting a passing of the torch, especially from the undertaker. Um, so yeah, I mean, so 0% chance Bobby Lashley wins the title and he did. And then what else did you say? 0% chance. Oh, wait, did, uh, Bray Wyatt get the torch passed him by undertaker or no? You were there live. You tell me. Yeah. He, wait, he lost that, right? Yes. Oh, Who is the Undertaker's only two losses at Mania? That's right. Damn. Poor Bray. Sorry. I literally just mentioned them. I literally just said them <laughs> yeah. again. But uh, another thing I made Brandon do because he was on such a roll. Was there anything else besides the one I'm about to mention that you said 0% chance? 
Oh, uh, oh, I gotta, now I gotta think about it. Oh, I know it. There's two of them. Yeah, what was it? Do you remember? There's our truth, right? When in the oh yeah, that one. one. I'm talking on Raw. The other one, I remember. Okay, I remember getting context clues and saying like the way they were hyping the WrestleMania host. I was like, it's gonna be Alexa Bliss, and I was like, just in case, Brandon. I remember saying, just in case, Brandon. Say, say the words that I want you to say. And so, Brandon, you said, "Oh, I said uh, Alexa Bliss has zero percent chance of being the host of WrestleMania." I love and you. I love you, Brandon. I was so happy. What I do? Great. Do you yeah. see what I do, Drew? You also said zero percent chance Seth Rollins would win the Royal Rumble. Right. There's another one, Brandon. You've been wrong about all of these. I'm helping these people win. I'm okay, swerving. just do me a favor and say uh, Samoa Joe has 0% chance of ever being the WWE champion. Samoa Joe has 0% chance of being WWE champion. All right, guys. Yes. So, in closing, let's wrap up here. It's been a pretty fun episode. It's actually a pretty random episode, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how this one's turned out, but hopefully you all liked it because we're all hopped up in testosterone and in uh, in, in Brandon's case, he's hopped up on bitch assness, and <laughs> it's been pretty fun. But Brandon, I want you to say this before we go off air. Yeah. What are our chances of finding really, really good seats at WrestleMania for really cheap? We have zero percent chance of finding really, really good seats at WrestleMania that are really, really cheap. Thank you, Brandon. So I just wanted to thank you all for listening to episode 26. It's actually episode 26 this time. Episode 24, Brandon said it was episode 26. But this is actually episode 26 of the Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast. The most random podcast episode we've ever had. I want to thank Drew for jumping on and doing uh, the only man that I trust to host this podcast. Even Brandon didn't slide from the co-host seat to the host seat. We had to go find someone outside of the podcast bring them in and drew did a hell of a job for the first 15 minutes before i decided you know what i want the podcast back yeah so thank you for that <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening and if you are listening on apple Podcasts, make sure you give a five-star rating and review and then go ahead and subscribe to us on youtube and give us a thumbs up guys brandon hit a thumbs up everyone hit a thumbs up thumbs down wow wow brandon thanks for that all right guys Talk to you all later.